Hey there, I'm Nanzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so before we hop into the episode, I just want to remind you to download my free guide to Facebook targeting audiences. It has been created specifically for teacher business owners, and I go through the warm, lookalike, and cold interest-based audiences that you need to have set up to be running Facebook and Instagram ads. There are checklists and brainstorming pages so that you know it. you have everything. But as an exciting special, I'm opening up some audience audit calls where you can hop onto a 15-minute Zoom call with me and you'll get my eyes on your audiences so that you can make sure not only you have all of the audiences, but they truly are perfect for your business. So head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash audience audit to book your free audience audit call today. Okay, now into the episode. Hello, welcome, Lindsay. I'm super excited to be chatting with you today. Do you want to start by introducing yourself to my audience, letting them know a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to be here today. I am Lindsay White. I am the owner of the White Label Creative, a marketing agency for financial services firms. We also serve others you know, throughout all walks of life, but a lot of financial services firms come to us. Um, I also own an education platform for freelancers who are looking to pivot into director of marketing services. So can you just start by, I guess, touching a little bit on what a director of marketing would do for anyone who's interested in knowing a little bit more about that? Yeah. So a director of marketing is really the pivotal person in a business who's overseeing all of the marketing endeavors. So all of the marketing endeavors include, you know, digital, print, PR, media, social media, podcast, all of those kind of pillar content channels. And you're really overseeing the strategic direction of that. So the way I kind of like to explain it is you have to have someone who is looking at your business goals and your marketing goals and ensuring that those align so that you can make sure that your marketing tactics are going to actually help you move the needle rather than just be marketing metrics that are vanity metrics or just something that makes you feel good. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's so important. I think there's been definitely a shift towards needing more of that strategic piece and that data piece. I think that with the kind of large amount of content that we're all always consuming, there's so much shiny object syndrome, right? You hear this new marketing tactic or you start listening to a podcast and someone is preaching the need of having a podcast where it's like, you might not need that in your business. You know, you might just be throwing spaghetti at the wall or throwing a bunch of time and energy at something that your audience truly doesn't care about or isn't going to help you meet those, you know, business goals that you want to meet. So making sure that you have marketing goals aligned with those business goals is just so important. It's something I feel so passionately about because I've watched so many clients come to me and be like, I've been growing my follower account and it's so huge, but I'm not making any sales. And it's like, well, do your clients care about 
you know, are they going to buy something from you because of your follower count or because of the content you're putting out? Or maybe you need to be scheduling meetings with people and talking to them one-on-one because your business is a relationship-based business and not like a quick sale. So making sure that your marketing is aligned with those business goals so that you actually are seeing the results that you want to see is just so important. Mm -hmm. And this, like a director of marketing feels like a very high level position would this be somebody's like first marketing hire or how would they go about like getting there if you would? Yeah. So I see it come a couple of different ways. So sometimes businesses will have, I think about things a lot of times in in terms of brick and mortar. So a lot of times, like let's talk about a boutique because everyone knows, you know, a local boutique that they can kind of resonate with. So maybe you have a local boutique, you own a boutique and you're trying to get yourself out on social media. You want to start showing your clothes, trying to get people through the door and all of that. And so with that, you know, you hire maybe a high school student to help you manage the cash register who's there a couple of hours a day. And you're like, hey, part of your responsibility is to post the clothes on social media. The high schooler, while cheap and helping you achieve your goal of getting on social media, may not be doing the best job of achieving your marketing goals and business goals for you because they just don't really know what they're doing. You know, they're not a social media expert. They're just kind of there playing, exploring, working, and you're paying them, but they're not necessarily the best person for the job. And so a lot of times people will come to me after, you know, making a hire like that, and they'll realize that they're just not getting the results that they want. And so that's when you typically see a director of marketing come into play. Either someone who's made a hire that's kind of a lower, a lower on the totem pole hire, and they're still not achieving those results, or they'll come to me and they'll have, you know, absolutely no marketing and they know they want to go directly to the expert because they don't know anything. They don't know what they don't know. And they want to find someone who can come in and build out an entire strategy for them. So there's never really no right or wrong way to go, but those are kind of the two directions that I see people come to me looking for director of marketing services. It feels like the differentiator between like an implementer who's someone who's just like doing it and then some yes. like, you're more like the strategic side of like, you're not just doing it and you're coming in and like figuring out what the vision and the goals and the strategic direction that you would take. Exactly. Exactly. And so as the director of marketing, like in my agency, we oversee that entire strategic direction and then we will also execute on it. However, you can hire a director of marketing who will, you know, oversee that strategic direction for you and they can manage a team for you. They can manage your social media manager, your copywriter, your graphic designer, whoever your team is, and, you know, give them the roadmap and action plan to follow so that everyone is kind of working down the same path. Or they can give you as the business owner a roadmap and say, hey, these are the things that you need to do in order to achieve your marketing goals and your business goals. So there's a lot of different ways that people can do it or look at it. Um, It's just really what's going to work best for you, your budget, your time, and your business. Are there some key indicators of when you should start looking to outsource your marketing? I would look at your time first. Like, how are you spending your time? Are you spending your time working in, well, first of all, working on the work that you want to be working on. Do you love marketing or do you hate it? Is it like the bane of your existence? Okay. Then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Maybe you should be hiring that out. Um, or are you working on admin tasks all day long and you need someone to kind of oversee the marketing for you because your time is better spent looking at the bigger business picture or, you know, 
spending your time on client work. It kind of depends on your business, but I always look at time. Time is your most valuable resource and it's hard to put a dollar amount on it. But if your time is not being spent in the best way possible, then you probably should think about outsourcing something. Mm. And if marketing is one of those hot ticket items for you, where either you're not seeing results on your current marketing or you are just kind of, that's the last thing on your list of things to do, or you keep putting it off because it's not the most important thing to you right now. Mm. Then maybe it's time to start seeking out a outsourced marketing team. And I always, it's that balance between time and money for like everything in your business. You could either spend the time on it or you can spend the money on it, but you really can't like save in both, both areas. Yeah, no, you can't. You've got to figure out where to best spend both your time and your money. So it sounds like you make like partnerships with your clients that you're really like in there with their business. And how do you find someone that would be a good partner for you? What are some things that like I, as a business yeah. owner, be looking for? Yeah. As a business owner, first of all, you want it before you even get to hiring, you want to be really solid on what your business values are. Right. So like, why, why are you there? Who are you serving? What, what is your vision? What is your value? Um, like list of words, find someone who can really resonate with those values because you want them to be a team player. You want them to kind of be working towards the same thing with you. And so being really honed in on your values, I think is important. So like for me, family is one of my top values. So I only like to work with people who see that because if I'm like, Hey, I, we're going to have to push this deadline because I have a soccer game. I've got to go to, you know, for my internal marketing team. And it's like, I'm not going to review that blog post until later tonight. I have to have them be okay with that because family is always going to come first to me. And so having a team that, you know, works on the same values as you understands that and is able to be flexible and and work with you in the right way is super important to me. One of my biggest things is creating a business that, you know, works off of your values. Um, And so that's one of the first things. And I think the second thing is just ensuring that you know what your business goals are So that you can properly communicate that to someone. Because if you don't know what your business goals are, your marketing goals are never going to be aligned with what is truly going to move the needle in your business. And you're going to just be throwing spaghetti at the wall. So knowing what your business goals is super important so that you can properly communicate those to someone. And then really bringing them under your wing, treating them as a true team member and not just as a, you know, hey, you're invoicing me each month and here's your list of work to do. Like, they're a true team member, they're a contributing team member, and they're a leader in your company. And so making sure that you are viewing them as that leader is really important because that's going to allow your team member or your partner to do, you know, what's right for your business and build out strategies that work and convert and giving them that autonomy to try things out and let it ride for a little bit. I always say that, you know, a marketing tactic or a new marketing endeavor, try it out for three months. Because if you don't, you're not really going to know if it's going to work or not. You can't just look at it after a week and you're like, no, this is pointless. Let's not do this. Um, So kind of giving your marketing partner that autonomy to be the leader that they are meant to be. I, something that's always stuck with me. I was one of the first things I heard when I got into Facebook ads um, was that marketing always works. It's just a matter of when it takes that time and the ability to like, 
tweak things and move forward. Yeah. But like marketing has been around for so long in different ways, right? Like newspapers, right? TV and now online that it's not like it doesn't work. If it didn't work, we would have thrown it out a long time ago, but it takes that time. So I love the idea of giving your marketing person that time and space to, to work their magic. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, it's one thing going back to the boutique example, right? It's one thing if you have a high school student who is just executing on your social media for you, but if you are hiring and truly want a marketing partner and someone to help you reach your goals and to take you to that next level as a business owner, you have to make the right hire. And then you have to allow them to have the space to do what you hired them to do. Um, A lot of times it's really hard as business owners to let go. And it's really hard to relinquish that control because it's your business. It's your baby, you know, but the moment that you're able to kind of let go and bring someone in and give them that opportunity, I think you'll really start to see the the gears turn and the, the changes be made so that you are converting more of whatever, you know, you're trying to convert, whether that's sales or um, people or whatever. That's back to that whole like implementer versus strategic piece of you. Yeah. You do need to oversee someone who's implementing a little bit more and give them a bit right. more of that like direction. Whereas someone who's there for strategy will be able to do a lot of that or hopefully a lot of that. Mm-hmm. On their own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And again, going back to that implementer versus kind of overseeing direction, marketing director type of person the director of marketing can, they can oversee that implementer for you, or you can still oversee that implementer or your director of marketing can implement for you. So there's kind of three different paths to look at and what's going to work best for you, how hands-on or hands-off you want to be, um, and all of that. What's your, what's your favorite way to work with people? Like of those three different paths, you had to pick one. Yeah. I, so I've worked all different, all three of those. And the way that I operate now is I am the director of marketing for my clients. And then I have a team underneath me that I work with to do all of the execution. Um, It hasn't always been this way. I would say that this is definitely, it takes a while to get to the point of overseeing your, my own team to do the marketing, but I like it because I know exactly what kind of work they produce. And I know that the execution for all of my clients' marketing plans is going to be top-notch because I'm overseeing it. It's my team. I know what kind of graphics we're capable of. I know what kind of copy we're capable of. I know what kind of campaigns we're capable of. And so all of that kind of is aligned together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's nice to get to that point where you are full service, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, is there a problem with overseeing someone else's team? No, absolutely not. You just don't know, you know, where, what kind of capabilities they have. There's a bigger learning curve there. When you're the director of marketing and the executor, that that was fine for me as well. It just was, you know, you're not able to work with as many clients. And so now I have a little bit more scalability in my business and we can serve more people. That makes sense. Absolutely. Okay. So then this is just a curiosity question. If you have an online business, because most of my listeners have online businesses, what are some Mm -hmm. of the platforms that you are seeing work across the board and might be, if someone has, is nowhere, where's a good place for them to start? In terms of start with their marketing? Yeah. What platform or direction would they take? That's such a hard question. Because I know, I know, I know. I'm just curious what you, <laughs> sorry. I'm totally 
on the spot here too. This is not a planned question. I preach that you can't, there is no one universal place to be um, because you just don't know who your audience is, what you're trying to do. Like you need to look at who your target audience is, what your business goals are, and then we can figure out, okay, where should you be? What should you do now? Are they a serv- Give me like a little bit. Are they a service provider or a product-based person? I would say I have a slightly like lean towards product-based. Okay. That's helpful. So product-based, I definitely would have a social media presence depending on who your audience is, right? If your audience is, I don't know, 65 year old men, uh, that might not be the place to spend your time. So <laughs> I have a lot of clients who their target audience is 65 year old men, like not even joking. Right. And so that's a tr- that we don't play on social media for those clients because yeah. there's literally no purpose. Um, you're, you're, you're looking at newspaper clients, ads. But, yeah. Like we are looking at totally different ways to find these people. <laughs> but if your target audience is, you know, teachers, right. Your target audience is teachers who maybe their demographic is ages 24 to 40. Yeah. They're probably on social media or on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So I would play in those channels where they're finding their content, where they're finding their information. And a lot of times, you know, Instagram and Pinterest would be those kinds of places. Um, product-based, you also have to have a website. Um, there is absolutely no option in my mind, but to have a website, whether it's an Etsy page or a um, Shopify you know, site, some, it can be something really simple, but you have to have somewhere to show professionality and show that you're, you're the real deal. No one is going to buy a product from someone that they're just like trusting from the internet. You kind of have to show face that you are putting together something that is going to help them and show that professionality. That was such a good answer because it really does come down to who your people are and thinking about your audience and thinking like, are we marketing to like TikTokers? Are we getting right? Like teachers who a hundred percent, I spend so much time on Pinterest, right? Or 65 year old men. Like I'm thinking of my father-in-law who reads literally actually reads the newspaper every day. Right. Right. And so like, those are three totally different groups of people. And if you're trying to target your group in the wrong spot, well, you're just going to be on the hamster wheel. Exactly. And again, you're throwing spaghetti at that wall and you're doing something that's not going to create the results that you want. And that comes back to, okay, well, maybe that was, maybe you have a business that markets to 65 year old men and you're like, I've got to be on social media because that's what I hear everyone's doing. And you're not getting results you want. Bring in a director of marketing and they'll like, bring me in. I'll be your director of marketing. I'll tell you, Hey, this is not a good idea. We're not going to do this. And I will get you results elsewhere. (laughs) It's so true. The other thing too. So I'm a service-based business with Facebook ads and I have this like pull to social media because of who I am as a human. Like I'm a millennial, like I'm on social media, but most of my business comes from referrals right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. My service-based business, I stopped doing any social media presence because all my clients are referral clients. Like I've really never gotten a client from just social media in general. And it felt for a while, it felt like I was doing something wrong. And I, if because you can see me, we're on a podcast, I'm doing quotation marks. They're like doing something wrong, but like relationship marketing is a real thing. And it's a huge yes. thing. And 
So if you have a service-based business, this is me giving you permission to just keep doing those referrals. Yeah. I tell the people who are in my director of marketing program all the time, like you don't have to have a face on Instagram. You don't have to be that person to have a huge, successful, like multi six figure business. You just don't because I get relationship marketing is a real thing. Referral based marketing is a real thing. You don't ever have to have a social media presence if you don't want to. I do think you have to have a website going back to the same thing as I was talking about in the product based business. Like you need to be able to show that you're a reputable business, that you have professionality and that you're going to do what you say you can do. Um, and I think that that's kind of the, the home base, right? For where people are going to find you. But from a social media standpoint, if you're just built, especially if you're just building retainer clients to like get four solid retainer clients who, you know, work with you and help you hit the income level that you want to hit. I don't know that you have to have a social media presence. Now, if you want to, that's a whole different story. You know, like sometimes it's a passion project, but you don't have to, to make your business successful. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that like I, and I think many of my listeners appreciate just that permission, right? Um, yeah, what's yeah. working for you? What makes sense for your audience? Like it's okay to go in those directions. So thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You have permission. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining me today, Lindsay. If people want to get to know you more, I know you have a freebie you. Yeah, I do. I have a freebie. If anything about, you know, be- Coming a director of marketing sounds enticing. I do have a freebie. You can find it at lindsaywhite.co backslash opt-in. Um, I'm super active on Instagram too. So if you just want to like learn more about when you should outsource, I talk about that a lot and what directors of marketing can do for you, any sort of marketing education, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at lindsaywhite.co. And I have both the freebie and your Instagram linked in the show notes. Thank you again. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you for listening to this week's inspiring story. If you'd like to share your story with us, then head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash journey and complete the quick application form. Then head to our community at marketscalegrow.com forward slash community so you can join our group of inspiring teacherpreneurs who are working on growing and scaling their businesses too. See you soon.